word this morning that we may be blessed. Amen. Amen. It, it, it may not be long today. Amen. But it's going to be full of power. Amen. That God be glorified. Amen. Amen. I think it was read for you him in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I just can't get enough of reading God's word. So we're going to read it one more time. Amen. 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 I pray you keep my son in prayer. He's standing today at his church for his first time to preach. Amen. Amen. Stephen Jr. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, so um, I gave my family permission to go hang out with Stephen Jr. today. Amen. 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 But thank God for the people of God. And the Holy Ghost that is always with us. Amen. Amen. The Bible reads as thus, uh, Romans 5, uh, verses 1 through 5. This is Paul speaking. He says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Mm. It's a word right here, y'all. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. Let us pray. God, we thank you, bless you, and adore you on this morning. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love, and your kindness. We thank you, God, for your unfailing love that continues to show itself strong in our lives Despite our ups and downs, despite our wrongs, God, we thank you for being a God that hears us when we pray and plead to you for forgiveness. So, God, we ask right now that you visit us in this place. God, that your power be felt, your presence be seen, and your glory, God, will come down, hallelujah, and touch us individually and collectively as we hear from you. God, we surrender this time to you in the name of Jesus, and I surrender myself. Have your way. For us in the blessed name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. Let us all say amen in the house, and amen if you're out there watching us through stream. We may be seated in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the year of 2021, a year full of tragedy, turmoil, distress, stress, and confusion due to the casualties of lives lost by COVID-19, the uptick of violence and murder in our communities and schools throughout America, the lack of camaraderie across the aisle in Washington, D.C., controversy in our nation's courtrooms, as well as battling the sil to silence the voices of depression 
fear and rejection in our personal lives in 2021. Has many of us with tiptoe anticipation looking toward what 2022 has in store for us? Because usually when we transition to a new year, we do so with the optimism and expectations that the new year will bring with it new and improved outcomes that will cause us to forget all the trouble we faced in the previous year. So we welcome the new year with celebration and cheer. Yes, we are excited about 2022 and what it will bring. But I have come uh, to experience for myself and witness in the lives of others is that oftentimes some of the same troubles we faced in the year that's on its way out has a way of showing up in the new year we are stepping into. So yes, we will experience success, promotion, and blessing in 2022. But at the same time, uh, uh, the same obstacles, uh, trials, and tribulations we faced in 2021 will make a cameo appearance in the new year. And as believers and those who have uh, put their trust in Jesus Christ as Lord should not be blindsided or surprised about that. For it is Jesus who forewarns us about that in John 16, When Jesus says, in this world, in this life, on this side of heaven, you will go through some trials and tribulations. But rejoice anyway. Because I have overcome the world and the challenges in life that take place on this side of heaven. Look, look, I want to read what the text says. It says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace in this world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Amen. We're a bunch of overcomers who believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, because he overcame, we're able to overcome. That's why it's important that you put your trust in Jesus, the one who has the power to overcome and give that same power to us. For he said, well, do you do even greater works than him? Hallelujah. So, yes, so, yes, so, yes, we, oh, my God, we will become ill in 2022. Some of us will lose our jobs in 2022. Some of us will encounter problems in our marriages. Some of us will be persecuted for righteousness' sake in 2022. But you who are a Christian, raise your hand if you're a Christian this morning. A born-again believer and followers of Jesus Christ. Please don't fret or fear because it's that same tribulation, my God, that according to the written word of God that will work out for our good in 2022. Oh, my goodness. And here in this portion of Scripture, the Apostle Paul is eager to let us know that, y'all. Amen? By revealing to us what tribulation in the lives of Christians produce or bring to maturity, my God, through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, so that in 2022 and beyond, we're looking beyond 2022, y'all. 
when it comes to Jesus Christ. Amen. The tribulations you and I face will work out for our good no matter what. You got to have a no matter what in your spirit. See, when you're linked up to God, you got to have a no matter what in your forefront. But before the apostle Paul lays out this thing called tribulation and how it can work out for our good, he's compelled to give us a brief but bold lesson on how being justified by faith has put us in right relationship with God. Yeah, and, and that's good to know, for if tribulation can work out for our good, it has to be tied to being in right standing with the God who is in control of everything, anything, and all things. Amen? Look at verse 1, y'all. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Circle that with in your Bible. Amen? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we who were once enemies and adversaries of God because of sin. Now through being justified by faith and putting on Jesus Christ, we now have peace with God. Amen. And because we have peace with God through being justified by faith, we can now enter into his presence, his courts and his Gates by way of prayer at 6 o'clock every morning, Monday through Friday. Amen. Amen. Praise and worship and be accepted in the beloved because our relationship is right with God. Through being justified, look at this, acquitted, regarded as righteous and worthy of salvation by our faith. So much so that we can now even tap into the peace of God. Recorded in Philippians 4 and 7, that has a way of surpassing our own understanding. Sometimes I just don't understand the peace of God and all the stuff I did. Amen. But now he still accepts me in the beloved and gives me some peace that surpasses my understanding. Amen. But being justified by faith also gives us as Christians access to the amazing grace of God. Look at this. He says, through whom also we have access by faith into his grace. It's that amazing grace that takes a hold of our faith, y'all, and according to Scripture, awards us, blesses us, and renders unto us salvation. You know, you saved through your faith. Amen. And it's recorded in Scripture. Ephesians 2.8, look at this. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Amen. I know we just celebrated Christmas and we gave out some gifts, y'all. Amen. Yeah, I know y'all gave out some good gifts, but this gift right here. It can't be beat. It can't be won. Hallelujah. It's by your faith that God has given you the gift of salvation that now you, you have some eternal life. Come on, you got an address after this address. Amen. Yeah, yeah, a place uh, where the streets are paved with gold. And because of that, the Apostle Paul says 
that the right response is to rejoice and be full of joy that is active. Yeah, see, our response to uh, 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 God and all the things he has done for us should cause us to rejoice and be full of joy that's active. Yeah, active joy is a joy that people can see. Yeah, active joy is, is joy that sometimes makes you run when ain't nobody chasing you. See, active joy is, is a joy that sometimes makes you cut a step for the Lord. See, active joy makes you raise your hand. Some Active joy makes you cry sometimes when active joy makes you praise God in the midst of your circumstance. No, active joy, hallelujah, cause you to rejoice even in the midst of hard times, rough times. When your money is funny, even your change is strange, it will cause you to exercise some active joy. Anybody got any active joy this morning? Yeah, to make you clap your hands and uh, stomp your feet for the Lord. Amen. But look, look, he says, in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And this being justified by faith is so great. We as believers can even rejoice and glory. Look at this, y'all. In the midst of our tribulations. He says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. And he puts an S on it, y'all. So tribulations can be more than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Paul. Did you just say that we as Christians should glory in our tribulations? See, now, now, now last time I checked, Paul, tribulation is described as distress or suffering resulting from oppression or persecution. Uh, last time I checked, tribulation is a trying experience. Uh, last time I checked, Paul, tribulations encompass things like affliction, agony, pain, and even physical hurt. Paul, are you aware of what you are saying, my brother in Christ? But after reading Paul's resume, uh, derived from his life and ministry located in the word of God, I can assure you he was aware of what he was saying and had all right to do so. For Paul knew from experience, y'all, that when we as Christians take time uh, to glory and rejoice in our tribulations, we make way for our tribulations to work out for our good. I don't know if you came in the house knowing that this morning, but you need to know right now that your tribulations can work out for your good. Based on what tribulations produce in our lives as the called out assembly of God. See, because you've been called out, there's some tribulations waiting for you. Amen. But they're going to cause you to respond in a way, hallelujah, that they may work out for your good. And as we leave 2021 behind and stand at the doorstep of 2022, the Lord wants us prepared to produce the good that can be birthed from the tribulations waiting for us in the new year. My God, look at this, look at this. And here in the text, the first thing Paul points out 
uh, to us as Christians in regards to what we uh, can produce to make our tribulations work out for our good is something called perseverance. Look what Paul says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. I mean, you can't make this thing up, man. It's the word of God. I said it produces. Tribulation does. Perseverance, y'all. You see, as Christians, we have been given power uh, through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to produce what will make the tribulations we will face in 2022 and beyond uh, work out for our good. And it's referred to Paul, by Paul, as perseverance. And look what perseverance is, y'all. This blew my mind. Perseverance is described as a continued effort to do and achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. Amen. I, I, I couldn't help but think about Nehemiah here, y'all. He went through some difficulties, some opposition, but he was still able to persevere and build that wall. Hallelujah. Yeah, you need to build some walls in your life. Amen. And it's going to take some perseverance. My God. Amen. Yeah, an effort. And it says a continued effort. Because I found that the tribulations are continuous. So our perseverance needs to be continuous over and over an effort. See, it's imperative that we get this first point all up in our spirit, y'all. Uh, because tribulation has positioned itself right at the forefront of our 2022. Amen. And God has allowed it to be positioned right there because God wants to give you and I the opportunity to show him we have matured in our faith by producing what will give us endurance and confidence to remain steadfast and unmovable despite the trials and tribulations we find ourselves in at the start of 2022. Yeah, say God did it. Yeah, yeah, God did it because he wants some maturity out of us. He's tired of us being on milk. He wants us to get on meat. So he allows some tribulations before us that we can produce something. And here it's called perseverance. You see, it's the producing of perseverance with the trials you face that will give you the wherewithal, uh, the stamina, as well as the spiritual and physical strength to press, uh, to push and proceed forward as a Christian. When the trials you are up against uh, have you feeling defeated, worn out, and ready to check out. Come on, I know there's no super Christians in here. There are times when we want to check out because we've been worn out. Hallelujah. But that's when, hallelujah, the perseverance we produce by being uh, 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 distraught. Hallelujah. By the circumstances of life kicks in, y'all, and we begin to do something that we never did. We begin to persevere. Push. Impress. Hallelujah. See, the Apostle Paul is confident about sharing with us how tribulation can produce perseverance in our lives. 
as believers in Jesus Christ. Uh, but I found out that Paul's not by himself, y'all. Amen. For when we study, study the scriptures to show ourselves approved unto God, we found, find out that Pastor James felt the same way as the Apostle Paul. For James says in James 1, verses 2 and 4, he says, consider it pure joy. These brothers are on the same. Oh, come on. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Therefore, let perseverance finish its work. Look at this, y'all. So that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing. You see, the producing of perseverance by way of tribulation proves to the Lord, proves to you, and proves to others that saw you crumble in 2021 over your trials and tribulations. They now see that you are growing and maturing in your faith. Hallelujah. So let us be set to produce the perseverance needed in 2022 from the very trials we encounter, y'all. Amen? Yeah, because trials have been set up just for you and I. Hallelujah. To grow us. To mature us. Amen? That we can be disciples. That disciple others. Hallelujah. Now, the second thing we produce as Christians, according to the text, will cause our tribulations to work out for our good, according to the Apostle Paul, is character. Say it with me, y'all, character. character. Look, look at what Paul says. And, and not only that, but we also grow in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character. Say it with me again, y'all, character. My God, my God. You see from the scriptures. It's a progression of what we as Christians should be producing from the many trials and tribulations we face on a daily basis. It's, tribulations can actually help you grow. Uh, amen? It, it, you see the progression here. He talking about perseverance. Now he's talking about growing in your character. And here we see that we should be producing character. And it's character full of maturity. And integrity, which equates to the good and godly character produced from our tribulations. Man, I couldn't wrote this thing myself. Our tribulations can produce good character in us. Come on, I've read this before, but didn't I never got it till now. Hallelujah. The stuff we go through on our jobs, in our homes, on our come on, in our personal lives, the tribulation, y'all can help grow our character. Amen? So stop pushing away your tribulations. Come on, stop giving them the, to the devil. Sometimes the devil has nothing to do with it. It's God placing that before you that you can grow, glow, and go for Jesus Christ. That's why God allows this thing called tribulation to visit us so that our character lines up with who we say we are which is Christians. It's your character lining up with what you say you are, who you say you are, amen? It, amen? See, when we make it our business 
to let others on our job know that we are Christians. Uh, but, but our character, which is who we really are behind closed doors, uh, says something else. We give the enemies of God the opportunity to blaspheme. God has a lot banking on us, y'all, and, and our character. And, and when we walk around with our Bibles and our, our big crosses, amen, and we cussing folk out in Walmart, it causes the, 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 the enemies of God to blaspheme. See, in 1 Samuel chapter 12, when King David's actions uh, towards Bathsheba and Uriah revealed that his character uh, wasn't in a line with the God he served, it was Nathan that had to let him know that it gave the enemies of God the, 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 a chance to blaspheme the name of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I don't want nobody blaspheming the name of the Lord on my account. No, I want folks to bless the Lord at all times. And his praise be continually in their mouth on my accord. Amen. So God, work on my character. Come on, come on. Maneuver my character that it aligns with who I say I am in you. Amen. If I ain't by myself, say yeah. Let my character show forth the glory of God and all that I do and say that others won't hate on our God. Talk about our God. Diminish our God who is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. See, it's important that when we leave the sanctuary today and go and get to our destinations, our Christ-like character go with us. Come on, so many times that we come in the sanctuary and we're good for an hour. Come on, your character look good for an hour. Yeah, but, but once we leave the, the doors of the sanctuary, how is your character? Is it aligning with who you just heard about? Oh, my God. Is it aligning who you just shouted about? Is it aligning with who you ran the floor about? Hallelujah. Is it aligning who you spoke in tongues about? When you leave the sanctuary. If not, you give the enemies of God a reason to diss our God. Amen. Yeah, and because I'm in relationship with God and we're in relationship with God, you know you're in relationship with your wife. You don't want nobody talking bad about your wife. Amen. You should all feel the same way about your God who has saved you from the muck and the mire, who has turned your life around, who has forgiven you for all your sins and thrown them in the sea of forgetfulness. It should cause you, uh, to, to your, your character, to align with him in these last and evil days. Now, those of us who have children, I want the best for our children. So much so that we have become accustomed to bailing them out of the trials and tribulations they often create for themselves. But when we do so, we do them a disservice. Because it's through the trials and tribulations they face on their own that will cause them to produce what we long for them to embody, which is character, uh, full of maturity and integrity that will position them in places where their light can be shown among many. Amen. Come on, in 2022, I believe the Lord wants us as parents uh, to let go. And let our children produce their own character. That they can experience for themselves their tribulations working out for their good. And I guarantee you it will change them. Uh, because I look around, it changed you. 
and it changed you and it changed you in the back. Amen. Come on. We got to let go and let God have his way with our children. Amen. Yeah. 2022. We got to let God take control of their lives that they can have the character that God calls for them to have. The last thing that Paul points out to us that will cause our tribulations to work out for our good is this thing called hope. Amen. Look what Paul says. He says, I'm going to read verses 3 through 5 because it really touches on this. It says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Look at verse 5. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. I got to go back and see. It's something about the word of God, man. It's life changing, man. Amen. It's life rearranging when you take time to read it and let it marinate. Yeah, I think think somebody said, let 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 it let 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 it uh, uh, be steadfast in you, amen. Yeah, let 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 it grab you and grip you. Somebody said, meditate on it. Amen. I guarantee, if you meditate on the Word of God, amen, you'll see the benefits within it, but you'll also see the blessings of how life changing it is. He says, now hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Come on, come on. We, 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 we got some gifts the other day, y'all. But what about this gift called the Holy Spirit that's been given to us? Amen. Yeah, come on. When the Bible says the Holy Ghost shall come upon you, you shall have power. Hallelujah. Come on, the gift of the Holy Spirit has given us some power to stand in the midst of adversity, trial, tribulation, look, and even success, and not get big-headed, knowing that all good and perfect gifts come from above. Hallelujah. Now, hope is a word used more than 100 times in the Bible, and is deemed as one of the most important virtues within our Christian experience, along with faith and love. Now, Colossians 127, uh, we are reminded that Jesus Christ is our hope of glory. In Psalm 71 and 5, David refers to the Lord as his hope. In Titus 2 and 13, it's noted that our blessed hope is in the appearing of the great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. You missed your shout right there. It's noted that our blessed hope is in the appearing. He's coming back again, y'all, amen? He was born as a babe and a child, but he's coming back, amen? The great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. See, hope is important for us and uh, for us and to us as Christians. It's important, y'all, amen? And it will be the tribulations we face in 2022 that will cause us as Christians to produce hope. Amen. Yeah, you know we serve a God of production. 
in the garden, he told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. He told Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. He told Adam and yeah. So, so, so the only way that we can produce and be in line with God is producing the way he called for it to be produced of the lives through Adam and Eve. That's another sermon for another time, amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. We find ourselves uh, as Christians, y'all, producing hope. And the Apostle Paul lets us know from the text that the hope we produce from our tribulations will not deceive, disappoint, or lead us astray, but award us eternal, God's eternal love and salvation uh, through the Holy Spirit who has sealed, sanctified, and guaranteed us an eternal home with Jesus Christ. Amen. Anybody going home? Yeah, I'm going home one day. Amen. Yeah, because I've been sealed until the day of redemption by the Holy Spirit. Amen. We got to give the Holy Spirit his props, y'all. Amen. Come on, it's nothing like the third in the triune, amen? Yeah, he's the one that leads, guides, protects, and guarantees us eternal glory with, with God, amen? Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere, amen? Anybody going somewhere? Hallelujah. It might be in 2022 that some of us go somewhere, but we have prepared because heaven is a prepared place for prepared people, hallelujah. And how do you get prepared? I get prepared by serving. I get prepared by praying. I get prepared by exercising this relationship with God in my life on a daily basis. Amen. Come on. Every day I breathe is every day I read. Come on. We should be in God's word every day. Hallelujah. Devotions, inspirationals that we can be built up. Hallelujah. And edified by the word of God. Amen. Because when I get the glory, I want to be able to ask God some stuff about his word. Amen. Hallelujah. And as Christians, we find ourselves living in a hopeless generation that has no hope in God's word, God's ways, or God's will for their lives. It's not important to them, but we, the body of Christ, must be willing to produce hope from our tribulations. And share that hope with a dying world in 2022. So I charge you as I charge myself. In 2022, which starts today for the believer. I, I want to encourage us to share the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And be able to give an answer of the hope that lies within us. Hallelujah. That others may come to know this Jesus that saves, this Jesus that, that heals, this Jesus that resurrected, that we may have the right to eternal life. Hallelujah. That they may experience the folk we talk to on the highways and the byways, family members that don't know the Lord, co-workers that don't know the Lord. We can share with them the eternal love and salvation of God that will guarantee them eternal and eternal resting place when all is said and done. Amen. See, folk today, they want some answers. 
And the answer is Jesus Christ and eternal life that he gives. Now, William, William B. Bradbury's hymn titled The Solid Rock gives great clarity to the hope we produce as Christians that births confidence in our eternal hope of God's love, salvation, and look at this, destination. Look what it says. It says, uh, William Bradbury says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace, my God. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me. When the whelming flood, when all around my soul gives way. And then is all my hope and stay. When he shall come with trumpet sound. Mike, he coming back, y'all. Oh, may I then in him be found. Dressed in righteousness alone. Faultless to stand before his throne. He concludes to say it's all Christ. The solid rock I stand. No other ground. The ground is sinking sand. It's all Christ. The solid rock I stand. Hallelujah. No other ground is sinking sand. See the hope you produce as a Christian from the tribulations you face will confirm to you that eternity with Christ is yours. It's hope, y'all. Amen. 2022 may be a year full of challenges, trials, ups and downs. But as Christians, as we rest on our feet, we won't allow those things to weary us. But in turn, use those challenges and trials and tribulations to help us produce, bring to maturity, bring to life what we need to make our tribulations turn out for our good. Hallelujah. God can do it, y'all. God can do it, and he wants to use us in 2022 to show a dying world that even through the rough days, the tough days, the days we want to give up and throw in the towel, the days we want to cuss somebody out, the day we feel like committing suicide, the days we want to quit our jobs and quit our marriages, the God of glory, my ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. You get, when you get hooked into that, you understand that some of the stuff he allows, you can't understand. But it's for our good and his glory that he allows it to happen because he wants us, the people of God, the sheep of his pasture, to produce perseverance, character, and hope that will lead others to him as they look at you 
in your community, on your job, and in your home. Go through your rough times with a smile, knowing that it's producing something in you that will glorify God, hallelujah, and mature you. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. And we bless you. First of all, we thank you for who you are. You are God, and beside you there is no other. And we bow in humble submission before your throne of grace and mercy. If you need to come out in the aisle, you can. Hallelujah. God, we bow before you because there is none like you. You are El Shaddai. You are Elohim. You are Adonai. So, God, we come to you knowing who you are. And we found out, God, that who you are is what you do and dispense. For you are love and you dispense love to each and every one of us. Even those who have not accepted you, you still love them. God, we thank you for being that type of God to us who has turned our backs on you, but you were still there. Who has blasphemed your name, but you were still there. Who has talked about others, but you were still there. Encouraging us to change our ways through the power of the Holy Spirit that resides with... God, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Who convicts, oh my God, and converts us to do right for you. God, we thank you for your word this morning, God. We thank you, God, for your word breathes truth. Your word breathes life and longevity in our spirits that, God, we feel like we can run even longer in 2022. So, God, we're going to run. We're going to produce. We're going to mature as you set tribulation in front of us that it can grow us. God, we thank you. And we bless you. God, if we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't bless you enough. But with the tongues you have given us, we say thank you. Hallelujah. And amen. Let's give God some glory.